Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, legends. Nick here. Just want to say before the episode kicks off, Melbourne live shows this Saturday, April 3, Comedy Republic. It's going to be great. April 17, Comedy Republic, Perth. We're, we're coming out west. We'll be there April 24 at the Rosemount Hotel. Same day as the Little Dum Dum Club live pod. And uh, my live show later that night at the Astor Theatre. But the one we get hit up about the most, Sydney. Live show in Sydney, May 1st at the Potts Point Hotel. Same night I'm at the Comedy Store. But that is going to be in the afternoon, May 1st, Potts Point Hotel. All the tickets available right now at midflightbrawl.com. This Saturday show in Melbourne, April 3, it will be going ahead, unlike the one that was meant to take place at European Beer Cafe last weekend. Um, People have told us we're not allowed to say the exact reason we weren't there. Peggy and I have been Let's not get into it. I think you can figure it out, you know. Makes you think, doesn't it? It sure does, Heggy. Enjoy the episode. This is another live one from Brisbane. And wasn't it a joy to be in Brisbane? And there's been no ramifications of travelling to that city since returning home. Absolutely love Brisbane. Good chat, comedy club. Check it out when their restrictions lift. Hope everyone's doing all right. Three-day lockdown. It's pretty fucking hard. Enjoy the episode. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty-free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-air madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-air brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf Coast. At LAX. Thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that's not at the... Where the fuck is that talking to me? I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door! What's going on? How are we all? We good? Alright. Thanks for coming out, everyone, to our... We did a live show yesterday. Anyone come to that? Three oh, of nice. you. Thanks Fuck yeah, return. Yeah. That's what we like. I'm going to do a bit of admin at the top because I lost everyone yesterday at the end trying to flog off my pencils. I've got these... Man, this can't... People, this is what happens. Hate when, salesmen. when you buy 7,000 of something in one go, it really puts pressure on you to get rid of them. Oh, man, right? yeah. Next I'm going to shift some units. If anyone's interested, I'll be outside for about a minute after the show. <laughs> Three for think, a tenner. It? Losing money, not getting them, so get in. They're mid-flight brawl pencils, but they've only got my name on them. So. Your name and signature and logo. <laughs> Slight oversight. Um, How are these buttons going? Your mate. Yeah, we're on. Oh, yeah, Go also, on. Uh, fuck, this isn't for anyone here. 
but sucked in. We've just got to do it because this gets recorded and put out. We're doing live shows in Perth and Sydney, man, soon. Yeah? yeah. Or should we just add that on later? Yeah, probably later. we edit this out. <laughs> I reckon there's no need to tell a room of people a five-hour flight away what's happening in man, six you, weeks' time. You say that, but there's some fucking lunatic podcast fans who would do that. I've seen it. Yeah, and now you're doing it, so... I'm, well, I don't go to it. I do it. I, I, anyway, fuck. Um, <laughs> makes you think, doesn't it? <laughs> anyway, hey, um... Mate, by the way, I, uh, for those that weren't here yesterday, the other night we stayed at the QT and, uh, on the Gold Coast. We were there, for the, we're there at the home of the arts, Luke Heggie and I. Mm. Champions of the arts. Yeah. Uh, that's what happens on the Goldie. We're there. And uh, we stayed at the QT. And my biggest issue with the QT is that the rooms are beautiful, but they don't have toilet brushes. So it's not my fault. All right? And <laughs> I thought that'll probably be the worst uh, problem I'm going to have in a hotel this day up in Queensland. And then last night, oh. I stayed at Gambaro's because I refused to sleep further than 10 metres away from a steak. <laughs> and uh, in Gambaro's... Heggie came over yesterday, and it's one of those great rooms where they said, well, the booking's just for one person, so the toilet door, well, there's not really one. Well, that's, that's what happens with, like, the more swish the hotel, the more inclined you are to have to watch your wife or your husband just fucking curl one off. They've got, like... <laughs> you know, they've got, like, glass... You lie in bed and see the toilet in posh places. What's happening? Yeah, there was, there? like, a grill... Like fucking prison. It was, like, a grill door. There was, a gr- like, a... A grill door, like I know there's a, it's famous for steak, but fuck, not everything needs to be a grill. I want a, I want a solid door on the toilet. I think that's fair. I remember once when my now wife and I started going out, she came with me on a, like one of those Melbourne Comedy Festival roadshow things and they put us in a hotel room where it was bedroom, kitchen, toilet, open plan living. We'd been going out for three weeks and I remember she went to the toilet and I put Bose noise-cancelling headphones on and put my head in the oven. rather risk that. <laughs> um, anyway, I don't know. If anyone, if anyone here is a Patreon subscriber, thank you very much for supporting and making this possible for the fucking scumbags who don't pay. It's really nice, uh, nice thing to do. It gets edited nicely and we can afford to do that. But we, we did an episode recently called Jaden versus Braden. And, uh, yeah, the, the spin-off pod, if you don't know on Patreon, is called Land Larrikins because uh, there's scumbags on the ground as well. And... Uh, We've wanted to get to the bottom of this for a long time. Who are the worst, Jadens or Bradens? Any and, of again, them. and again, it's much like flights. You can just type Jaden into Google News and have a good time. <laughs> you won't even go that far back. Like my three Braden stories were from February. Like my, I, yeah, it's I'm hard about, to get past. I'm about thirty pages deep on Google News, and I'm fucking January 2021. <laughs> <laughs> hard to get over the Australia Day hump. With the Jadens. <laughs> <laughs> Clocking up a lot of news on Jan 26. Yeah. Um, but we did have another, another sort of uh, nice coupling of, of names that we talked about on one of those episodes, I believe. Um, Blake and Jet, another two classics. And we got an update. Well, we, yeah, we, I pitched it to Heggie and he, he smelled a rat straight away. I said, who would win, a Blake or a Jet? And he said, fuck off. I know it's a trick question. I'm going to say Blake. And uh, Jets, two Ts, by the way, just in case you were wondering. Which, I know, Sportsbet would say a dollar one favourite there, Jet. Because Blakes, I find, are either... Blakes are either stealing your superannuation or robbing your house. There's no in-between Blakes. Well, this particular Blake... I don't, I don't know, we got an update on the news just this week from uh, Blake Davis, an actor, 
like you. He got. Um, <laughs> he, he's, he's ended up with. He's ended up getting five years, minimum two and a half. Hold on, for, hold on. Let's not give it away. All right, eh? Because you've got Blake. You've got the Blake, the man in the house, and then you've got Jet, whose rap name is Skeppers. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't want to go too. Like he. Well, what happened? He killed a rapper like you, Jet. Hold on. Spoiler alert, man. Not the news. No, you don't. You got skeptical. Now I feel suicide. I nearly died yesterday. Lord tried to take my breath away. Over a samurai sword killing he claims was self-defence. Rapper Jet McKee was killed during a botched home invasion in 2018. Jet called it, the Lord was chasing him. Yeah. The Lord came in the form of Blake this day. Well, this is, I mean, there's a case we follow quite closely on him in football, but due to the names alone, obviously. But um, what tickled me, Pink, was that for, for a recap for the uninitiated, Jet's gone in with knuckle dusters and a replica gun to perpetrate a home invasion, and he's been chased down the street and had his skull crack with a fucking samurai sword. So that's, that's not the funny part, obviously. But, you know, <laughs> fucking anyone from Melbourne, don't hit return on your blog post just yet. <laughs> The, the, funny, the funniest part, of course, is in the journalism, as usual. Uh, the use of the term botched. I could refer to a fucking botched home invasion. Botched, that's, that's bottom rung of any fucking story. Every time I hear the word botched, I'll crack my knuckles and settle in. Yeah. And see what's going to happen. Well, there's only a few outcomes for botched. Yeah. It's home invasion, plastic surgery. Yeah. What else can be botched? I can't think of much else. But well, that's it. <laughs> it's just... Plus, plus this, this one, Blake's uh, sword, it was a present from his 18, for his 18th from his brother, yeah. if you remember. What a fucking oversight. He should have... Like, he's gone cheap. He's, he should have bought him two, because two on the wall, ornamental, yeah. by definition, that's self-defence. You know? <laughs> one, that's like owning one fucking golf club. Clearly, <laughs> you just... You're whacking toads, or you're up to no good in some other way. No, no fucking way you own one of something like that. But poor Skeppers, it's a real, it's a real toss of the coin there. Because as we've figured out, there are only two types of Blakes. And he hasn't gone into the Blake with a lot of suits house. He's gone into the Blake with a samurai sword's house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's 50-50, that's heads or tails. And he got heads, he got a real bad heads. Blake. But how's this? Skeppers and a lot of rappers, they, um, they do predict the future. This was in one of his songs. His mate was helping him out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Honor the samurai code. Yeah. <laughs> Makes you think, doesn't it? Either way, R.I.P. Jet. The Australian rap scene won't be the same without Skeppers in it, I wouldn't think. I don't know. Um, so, when it comes to swords, though, mate, I don't know what your favourite fucking sword is. Samurai, not even my favourite. One of, one of, you want to know what my favourite weapon is? It's, What's that? It's, it's a two-handed greatsword from Cold Steel. I don't know. I don't know if anyone watches Cold Steel videos. I subscribe, and it is fucking sick. Have you seen it before? It's the it's the best YouTube video. People always talk about everybody now. Their uh, their attention span is too short. But this, we're going to just show you a few snippets of a nine-minute video, and you could click on any point of it, and it's oh, fucking it's... gold. Oh, it's been on repeat. It's been on repeat at my place for weeks. Yeah. I fucking love it. It's so good. And there's heaps of them. The sword world continues to overlook, in my opinion, 
speed, efficiency, and power, and I even say majesty of this great sword. When built by cold steel, it'll hold its own cutting with any sword in the world. And for what you get, six pounds of sword, it's very reasonably priced. Now, you're not gonna Again, yesterday on last night's show, you were you just You'd measured people in, in metres, like there was 50 metres of people. Yeah. Right? There, I've never heard swords or any weapon, like just, mate, for six pounds a sword, that's a fucking bargain. Yeah. <laughs> it is a bargain. 649.99 us dollars, roughly 840 Australian. <laughs> Disappointing, they're currently out of stock, sucked in. But it'll be Look bad. at this mad cunt. He's in great. Time, I mean, in terms of sword demonstrations, there aren't better videos on the internet than this bloke. His name's Lynn. His name's Lynn C. Thompson. Yeah, not Lindsay. Lynn C. Thompson. Which explains Lynn. the fucking relentless bullying he got <laughs> as a child. <laughs> turned into that. You don't fucking love high school, then go on to that. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I was valedictorian, prom king, football captain, now I sell swords. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I love that chew. I love the chew. Look how thick that comb is on that bamboo. Three-eighths of an inch thick, easy. Even thicker here. It's no match for the great sword, though. Imagine that. Imagine that, being able to cut literally grass with a fucking... <laughs> Like a, a six-pound sword, sharp yeah. as fuck. It's amazing. It's an amazing video. Get into it. And there's there's 78 of them. Oh, there's so, that's how many swords he's got. I've watched them all. They're fucking equally as good and, as each other. And as Skeppers found out, pen not mightier than the sword. It turns out. It turns out. <laughs> turns out a samurai sword. Pretty yeah. fucking mighty. You can't fucking slam poetry your, your way out of a sword fight these days. Can you? Um. But this dude, Lynn C, he's just, he's just whacking, like, everyday stuff. Like, cuts of meat hanging from rope. Real practical. Like, just shit. Just... Look at this. We've all wanted to chop this. Yeah. That was absolutely effortless. If you're strong enough to wield a weight sword, it's an enormous advantage in any fight. This thing is a room wrecker, a yard wrecker, a street wrecker. It's just unbelievable, the cutting power and this beautiful sword. I thoroughly enjoyed that. <laughs> I think we all know what's coming. Uh, do, you, do you reckon when he turned up on set that day, one of the people said, should we tell him that his tie's a bit short? They go, no, nah, not the bloke with all the swords. Leave him alone. <laughs> Let's have a look at this. We know what's going to come here. This is why you buy a great sword. Because you can make those huge cuts through flesh and bone like that. Man, that thing just sailed through this big, thick piglet leg. You hear that bone crunch as the blade went through? You put one of these by your front door, and you're going to be a power to reckon with. No one is going to be able to take advantage of you when you have a great sword in your house built by cold steel. We'll be able to take advantage of you. 
You're not going to get your head flushed in the fucking toilet again if you have a great sword. <laughs> Nobody's going to grab your own arm and hit you in the head and say, stop punching yourself if you have a great sword by the front door. It's just, it's just, for the best part, it's just everyday stuff. Like, he goes on. It's like a big plastic bin full of antifreeze, block of ice, pig's head. Just shit, shit you need to cut. And now, and fast, get a great sword. This by oh, far this, is the, yeah, here we go. So he's the only one that's allowed to talk in the video. He's got a few mates that step in for various tasks, but they're not allowed to, they're not allowed to chat. Only Lynn can talk. But he's got his mate here to chop a pair of boots, but there is a surprise in there. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fucking. I mean, every every time I've seen a cat pair of cowboy boots with a couple of sirloins in the toes, I'm like, oh, oh, fucking. I want to put paid to this right now. Great sword, two-handed, six forty-nine ninety-nine. Get in. <laughs> fucking sick. Is that for short blokes in far north Queensland? They don't want to have lifts. It just <laughs> chucks a few porterhouses up. Slide those. <laughs> We've been bang on all the day about swords, but a couple couple I could I could recommend on the Cold Steel website are the Arkansas toothpick and the. Uh, and the quick draw pistol grip sword cane. Like a cane, like an old man's cane, quick draw pistol. Straight out, there's a sword in the middle of the cane. Fucking gotcha. I mean, who said old age wasn't fun? <laughs> um, anyway, so so like swords, like point is people take swords on planes. They try to take some guy took a samurai sword on a fucking plane, tried to get it on, said, This is priceless, I've got to take it on in the cabin. And they said, I don't think so. And he was very upset because, as he said, it was priceless, as if there's such a fucking thing. And um, you should get punched out for that sentence alone, like saying that your sword's priceless. A lot of shit that I've seen, I've been looking into stuff that gets taken on a plane, just gets confiscated. <laughs> fucking, that's, that's like a false bottom in a, in a suitcase. See the, the gloved hands pulling it back? That's fucking, that's about, that's about 10 centimetres of false bottom with a fucking machine gun and, and ammo in there and a couple of clips. Straight through. Um, you know what's? You know what's sort of? Because you follow them now, don't you? Yeah, I follow TSA on. Uh, I'm, I'm an avid follower of their Again, shoot. the Heggy algorithms. <laughs> Sword videos, TSA, plane fights. Oh man, I got you know my, I got a case with a microphone and shit in it now. It's like a Pelican case. I've been asked twice recently if that's a gun when I'm checking it in. Yeah. Um, first time I laughed. And they didn't like it. And so, and I'll, just don't, I'll, I'll just say no very sternly now. I don't like it. How many fucking guns are getting checked in? Um, well, they just let you go through. You think they'd I'll just say have no, an actual no. look? Yeah, well... They shouldn't ask. They should check. Well, <laughs> yeah, you think so, but... <laughs> Is that a balloon of coke in your asshole? Nah. All right. <laughs> Carry on, good sir. <laughs> per month in the USA, 350 guns people try to take through. Onto a plane. Biggest inbound offenders, your mates, the uh, soldiers returning your with mates. rocket launchers and shit from the Middle East. Yeah. Like just fucking in America, you, probably, you take some pretty good stuff with you though, but you've got to check it in. They, they're adamant on that, on the rules. Taser, pepper spray, throwing stars, billy club, that sort of shit. Yeah. You're allowed to check in. That's fine. You can just, check it in. Yeah. Just and take taser. And in America, billy club. you can bring your fucking anxiety Rottweiler on the plane. That's all right. <laughs> I'm not allowed something to fend that off. <laughs> well, that way, I mean, you can, you can settle a plane fight by saying, wait till we get to the fucking baggage carousel, mate. I'm going to fucking do you over. I'm going to towel you up with my pepper spray and shit. It's in my bag, just wait. <laughs> you better hope your bag comes off first. 
So obviously the busiest screening, screening uh, agency in the world is the TSA in America, and um, it's pretty good, like guns, fireworks, dagger and a cake, that sort of shit. There's a, like a dagger and a birthday cake, like an old school prison At thing. the airport? Yeah. Fuck. Like birthday cake with a fucking dagger in it. Do that at the yeah. other end. Well, I don't know, man. Don't they have cheesecake shop over there? <laughs> Surely all 50 states have cakes. Look at the size of them. Just, I mean... <laughs> cakes aren't a one-state good in America. Yeah, but you've got to get your dagger somehow across the line. Like you, what, last week, someone found... They found some blow darts in someone's carry-on luggage. You know how they found them? Yeah. Because when it went through the X-ray, they were looking for the double-edged knife that showed up on the X-ray. So oh, well. This thing? Is that yes. that? Yeah, that thing. That's Fucking a, hell. That's, that's like a one-handed... I don't know. I'd love to see what Lynn C. Thompson could do with that. <laughs> Chop up some ribs into bite-sized pieces in seconds, man. Um, anyway, but it's, it is nice that... Uh, it, you know, it's nice to see the customs doing some work. I, um... You know what we're missing here? I don't know if any of you follow the comedy festival season here, but we're missing... Um, oh, there's a smoke grenade straight in. Um, oh, there we go. That's, you can ask them stuff if you want. And Why'd you ask them that? Is that what? from you? No. <laughs> Is that your Barbie yeah, Swiss my, Army knife? It's my Barbie with... Yeah, with well, Swiss again, the, the other day in Adelaide, if you haven't heard the Adelaide episode, we were together in a hotel room in Adelaide and he had all of his pencils. And I said, man... People, like, how are you meant to cut that? And he said, a Stanley knife. I said, who's got a Stanley knife on him? And he said, me at all times. And just pulled one out of his bag. <laughs> he was two states away from his house and he had a Stanley knife on him. You'd be surprised how many people, uh, like, buy pencils and then fucking say, how do I... Like, men, say, how do I sharpen these? Yeah. Ask a fucking adult to help you out, man. I don't know. I can't, I I can't that's tell what... you. I can't help you. I thought that's why you got packs of three. You rub them together like you're trying to make a campfire. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's absolutely shame we're not getting the, the level of customs jokes we get from those floppy-haired English fucking comedians we usually have here every year because they just come out and tell us that fruit and veg is dangerous or some shit when they come here. That's a, that's a standard trope joke. I don't know if you go to English comedian shows here. But uh, this year, thank goodness, they're not here and Australian audiences have to lower themselves to watch actual Australian comedians. Yuck. But... <laughs> People are turning up, not getting any of those sorts of jokes. Fucking, ugh. Are you sad? Are you sad the English can't come in? I was on the telly the other night, not on your actual telly. That would oh. be crazy. You're sitting yeah. on the couch going, hold on, what's that comedian doing in my lounge room? <laughs> Fuck up, mate. <laughs> it's as bad as, you know, my, fa- my, my least favourite probably is the Clash of Two Cultures joke. Like, my mum's this and my dad's this, therefore I'm fucking this. Ugh. Like, you know, my... It's just, fuck, you know, my mum's Afghani and my dad's Japanese, so I fucking blew up sushi train or something. It's always, it's always the same fucking thing every time. So... Oh, that's good. That got the biggest laugh yet. Wow. That's beaten Cold Steel. <laughs> Testament to the quality of Australian audiences, isn't it? So, um... That's it. You know, the other one is imagine if. Imagine if something. Like, yeah. it just... Just starting with imagine if, fucking hell. It's usually, imagine if someone from where I'm from was in this job. Yeah, yeah, all right, what's it gonna be? It's just gonna be the fucking, yeah, he bashed him. (laughs) I feel like YouTubers don't check on other YouTubers. There's a lot of like, imagine if your butcher was Greek. You know what I mean? It's the same. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine if your hairdresser was Lebo. There's about 80 of those same videos. Let's see. You want a haircut, you lay? 
10 million views. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Now, while we're down here, I'm not, not here to diss Wog Comedy. It's the most successful and best comedy we've got in Australia, so fucking get in it. A couple of days, beautiful, etc. <laughs> Repeat. Man, on the, uh, on the, on the, um, the, the sort of weapons through the thing, I know a bloke who, who disassembled a BB gun to get it back from Bali. Oh, like, really? Yeah. Just put it in different bags and shit, just different pieces of it. Pretty good. It's not so worth it, a, a BB gun. Yeah, I don't know. Can you, you can't buy a BB gun here. I don't know. You've got to make it. I haven't tried. Yeah, right. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's you've fucking... never been. You've never been to Bali. No. Who here's been to Bali? Yeah, nice. Did you try and sneak anything back? No. Nothing? Nothing? I'm not a cop, man. You don't have to... <laughs> gotcha! <laughs> Nothing? I've had a cousin of mine who lives over in Perth, unsurprisingly, who's been busted a few times. What's trying to got? bring back... He was trying to bring back the little lasers... But you know the lasers that can fucking hit the Hubble telescope? He was yeah, trying yeah, to bring yeah. those and no bueno. Take down a plane. Yeah. A laser. Yeah. Pilots aren't trained for that, a little red light in the <laughs> It's like a cat in it. Anyway, we better get stuck in, mate. We've been mucking around too long. So this, this week we're turning back the clock to uh, February 1, 2021. So, no some of you know it, February. And it's a, it's a beautiful, <laughs> beautiful Queensland love story, if you want to know. Got, you, know what's, you know what this involves? A few things. Yeah. Gold Coast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jetstar. <laughs> Angry. <laughs> OnlyFans model. <laughs> Instagram model. Personal trainer husband. So, so Instagram and OnlyFans model Isabel Eleanor from the Sunshine State itself, firsty first, just like you. Um, two first names by that, I mean. Um, is, she's with her husband on a jet star flight, minding her own business on a flight from the Golden Coast to Melbourne. Classic route. And... Uh, Flight attendant says, you need to cover up, given that Isabel's uh, just wearing a crop top. She thinks, oh, isn't that nice? They reckon I'm going to be cold in Melbourne. Um, I better put a jumper on or something. <laughs> and then the FA comes back and said, look, this is all we got. Cover up. And chucks a uh, high-vis vest at her and tells her to put it on. She had to walk to a seat and everyone looked at her. Well, we do have the start of the news story here and I would be interested to find out what people think. What, what does constitute a crop top? Jetstar's been accused of humiliating a young woman on board a service to Melbourne, ordering her to cover up. A flight attendant told Isabel Eleanor her crop top was too revealing and forced her to wear a high-vis vest. Is that a crop top? I don't know. That, like, to get told off on Jetstar for not wearing the right clothes is... You've really gone out of your way to fucking get... <laughs> I've, I, for one, have flown that exact route. Fairly sure I was the only one with shoes. <laughs> and by that I mean I had sandals. It just goes bare feet, thongs, me. And I, I got shoved up in seat 1A and a, and a glass of spumani for the takeoff. <laughs> just for having sandals on. It's fucking mad to tell someone what to do. Plastic cup, but whatever. You can tell um, the office workers at Gold Coast Airport because they're wearing Birkenstocks. You go, oh, fuck. Somebody works with computers. <laughs> There's a, there's a no bare feet sign at Gold Coast Airport. That's it. Like after you've gone through. Like families are walking through and going, oh, fuck, done it again. None of us, 
Um, so, so she's had to walk to a seat and everyone looked at her, which must be appalling, for, crippling for an Instagram model to have to go through that. And, <laughs> and it's at this point that she stated she went into a state of shock. I have my doubts if that's medical, but... Um, I, just reckon, I just reckon a bare back on a Jetstar seat wouldn't be good. That'd be it. That'd give me the heebie-jeebies. You never want, oh, yeah, fuck. You never want skin touching a Jetstar chair. That's bad. I don't blame her. I'd hyperventilate. <laughs> um, but, yeah, there was a bit of fallout from her, her and her husband having to go through that horrible ordeal. It's 2021. I should be able to wear what I want to wear. She and husband Jeremy say they'd spoken to eight other Jetstar staff before boarding and no-one raised an eyebrow. Who the fuck wears a black sweater in Queensland? <laughs> I fucking hate this bloke already. It's just a, such, a, it's such a great bit of video where it's like a, her and her fucking Stedman-like husband getting around in... Like he hasn't even got a shirt on under that jumper and he's just he's getting around. It's like the um, aftermath footage of a bona fide victim just trying to, trying to piece their life back together after, after a trauma. You know, it's, a, it's, it's, like, it's, it's akin in... Do you, reckon the, do you reckon the chat before they left the house is she'd say, hey, it's an Instagram OnlyFans model wore a bra on a flight and got told to cover up. People may think I'll be annoying. Can you help me be the second most annoying person in this video? <laughs> <laughs> and he said, I've got the exact costume. <laughs> oh, if we'd had that prior notice, we would have, we would have happily covered up all. If you just had prior notice about what clothes to wear on a plane. <laughs> but you, people don't normally need to be told. I mean, she got told to put on the high-vis vest. She's barely done that even, so... I'll pull something out when yeah. we were checking in. If you were wearing a singlet showing your nipples down the side, you wouldn't have been judged the way that I was judged. It's just because I'm a woman. Look at him nodding. Imagine that. He's going he's to watch that. And then no, I think the, camera, the camera's on him and he's like, I'd love to retort here, but uh, it's going to look bad. <laughs> You can't just halfway through that go, actually, babe, I'm on Jetstar's side now. Who the fuck would wear a singlet showing their nipples on a plane? That is, we're not off to Bali, we're off to Melbourne, all right? It's just classic Aussie journalism, like proper Brisbane journalism where it's like, you know, like an old person who's been ripped off sitting in a dark kitchen opening their mail or something. <laughs> Fucking standard thing. They've got about five things they can do. It's the walk through the park with the fuckwit husband. It's the, yeah, it's the head down, shake it. You know, just redoing. It's so fucking grim. And, it's, and, and they're like, oh, look your best, because this is going out on, on actual, the best TV Australia is capable of making. Um, do your hair real nice, love. The whole world's watching. Well, are they? No, just 8,000 people across five metros. That's it. <laughs> and now us. So more people will hear that story from this than would have watched that. So, yeah. She's done um, all right now, though. Apparently got a big spike in oh, numbers. Yeah. Yeah. A good... I think it's good a good business plan. plan. It's like if we start punching people on a plane. I reckon that'll help us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm on a flight tomorrow. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Oh, while we're here, a little ad for, uh, for our top tier of Patreon, the cockpit. Um, so we've got on, on Patreon, there's like toilet, economy, business, first class cockpit. And cockpit, we will start a fight on a plane and get it diverted. But it's going to cost you 50 grand. So. <laughs> And we'll fight. Who won't we fight? Women and anyone under the age of 13. Yes. But anyone else? You pay 50 grand, you point them out, we'll get it diverted within three hours. That's a mid-flight brawl guarantee. Um, 
Man, this sort of this exact sort of television was a feature of my youth in Brisbane. We watched a lot of uh, it was just classic TV got made here, like Boris Breakfast Club, fucking, and then Current Affairs, and that was it. And the Current Affairs, there's one like there's hey, a, the, in, quick question: was it there was heaps of stuff when I was a kid that was made here that I had no idea about? Victoria, mm-hmm. like Agro, was yeah. Agro here? Agro's from here. I did it go out? Agro's nationally? from here. Yeah. 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 Of course. Cheese TV was that here? No. Beyond me. Cheese TV was just shit aggro. It was the same thing. S- similar vibe, different channel. Just cartoons, you mean? Just fucking, like, emceeing the cartoons. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's yeah. got to tell me when Samurai Pizza Counts yeah. is about to kick off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, had, uh, we had a show, like an early evening show called Brisbane Extra. Does anyone remember? Extra. What a fucking show. 90s classic. And there's a dude, right, who, ran, who was on it. He was a host called Rick Burnett. And he, he used to own the bar just next door here. Like, Which that's one? A, that's a classic. I don't know what it's called now. The one not here, just across that little laneway. Oh, I don't know on what the corner there. It's like a Calypso-themed thing. He had it briefly. But it's a classic Brisbane move. Like, media personality, fucking alcoholic hotelier, um, <laughs> philandra. It's a Brisbane triple threat. That's <laughs> a, a, a fucking model singer-actor of the, of the South East. But um, we got a bit of video of, of Brisbane Extra and just how professional that was as a television show. It's what you often saw here. Well, now back to the more serious topic of stage diving. And we've had great uh, sorrow in a Brisbane family after what turns out to be, or what was fun, turns out to be tragedy. Tracy Pollock's been meeting with the family and she takes up the story. take the story in a moment. We'll go to the promo and I'll see if that tape story gets back to us. <coughs> just one minute. Yes, I'll just uh, find the promo. And uh, it's good when you get your paper. Great late 80s, early 90s, tiny tie knot. Or, just before he started, great bullying move of pull that down. <laughs> Three, two, and someone's leaned across and got, got your fuckhead, and he's had to adjust it last minute. <laughs> um, so, Rick, yeah, the story didn't go ahead, but uh, just... Tomorrow, well, we're going to try and get you that story very yeah. soon. We're rolling the story. We're not rolling the story, we're saying goodbye. I hope we can bring you that story very shortly, um, but until tomorrow, have a very good night. I mean, we're all, just, we're all just left hoping the family of the kid who died stage diving takes some comfort from Rick's words there. <laughs> anyway, I, uh, I got a personal connection to Rick. I had, a, I had a mate working on Brisbane Extra at the time. We, we, Rick went away for a week or something. We minded his house. I think it's oh, completely here. fucking hell. Yeah. He let... Were you, uh, were you an original 20. invite or just out Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. I just turned up. That we had a sense. fucking big party there. Broke his spa somehow. <laughs> oh, no. And his life's gone downhill since. He got sacked. That's a, that's a Queensland death sentence. Yeah. Breaking a <laughs> Break spa. <the> spa. <laughs> Just bomb diving in the spa at Rick's house for a bit. And, I don't know. Anyway, so um, back to on the Jetstar. Imagine Jetstar having fucking airs about, you know, about what people can and can't wear. I'm, I'm pretty much on Eleanor. Her name's not Eleanor, is it? It's Isabel Eleanor's... That's the problem with the thirsty first. You can get... Like, That's good. It's you versatile. don't know. Yeah, like, you, you can do it. Nick or Cody. I'll answer to both. Yeah, or but, fuckhead. But Cody's a missing... <laughs> Cody's like a missing child's name. So... 
Nick's, Nick's obviously better. Um, so, you know what? You know what Jetstar thinking that they've got some sort of rule system is. It's like a, it's like Brisbane people, and I grew up here. Don't panic. I say what a fucking wild bird. Getting all dressed up and having a luncheon or something. Yeah, fuck, you're not fucking fooling me. And they, and they start talking in a certain way, and you're like, nah. You should, you should sound like this. Get the fucking linen off. Get some fucking open shoes on. It's hot. Well, and yeah, sound we, like this. Well, we saw it last night. After the show here, we walked out the front and just, you know, 40,000 people in polos and chinos and RMs walked past. Yeah. It turns out the Reds were playing. <laughs> <laughs> Who wears beige pants to a football game? That's fucking insane. Oh, man. Farmers in the city and <laughs> Brisbane people. It's just a fucking Queensland tuxedo. My only <laughs> um, now, is that a thing? Oh, is that an actual thing here to get, like, as a 21st gift or something? A pair of RMs? <laughs> Like your mates chip in. Yeah. And you get a pair of leather boots. And if they're, if they're high quality mates, they'll get your leather boot. Inside the leather boot, there'll be a stake in one. And, <laughs> and the other one will have like a hip flask with your name engraved on it. Um, full of Bundy, pre preloaded, full of uh, square bear, orange. Um, so Isabel, Isabel felt, she said she felt shamed and humiliated. Uh, shame and humility, of course, used to be qualities we'd admire in, in humans, but uh, not anymore. Now they're verbs slash weapons. So, easily unholstered when you want to tell everyone you're a fucking victim. So get amongst it. Victims used to have to be dead or at a bare minimum burnt or something. <laughs> now it's just, I'm a victim. Oh, yeah, okay, we'll bullet, yeah, get in. So... It's a currency, so... I forgot to wear a shirt to the airport. Victim. Yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah. I, reckon, I reckon if I do it tomorrow on the flight back to Melbourne, if I turn up, no shirt, a crop top, there's no way I'm making it to the new... I'll be an actual victim. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be hit by eight different tasers at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> the victimhood is to be embraced. Get amongst it. It's a modern thing to do. I've, I've, I mean, I shit my pants making me a victim. But it was... <laughs> Something, you know, but whatever. Sorry, everyone. Probably going to have to cut that out, but you were here. Um, we can't stop now. It's 50-odd episodes in. The, I yeah. think people get the drift. Oh, fuck. Um, the husband, right, his name is he's a bit easy to find. Jeremy Peter William Swarkboard. Um, he's he a, uses he's all four? Oh, he's fucking, yeah, from what fuck. I've seen. Yeah. Oh, man, he's well, done he, it. He, no, he's he calls himself J.P.W. Swarkboard. Um, he goes by JPW. Yeah, man. Fuck, I hate this dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh. fucking get this in, yeah. He's, he's, re- he's really... He's done, like, the... You'd get a VC for that. Like, yeah. everybody's looking at his partner going, fuckhead, just put a top on at the airport and out comes... What's his name? JPW. JPW. Then all of a sudden, all the bullets are going this way. <laughs> <laughs> Saved her. It's incredible. Put a sweater on with no shirt underneath. Well, you think you don't like him now. Check his job. He's a human, oh. human health professional. <laughs> imagine, imagine being a businessman of that calibre and uh, having to just nod along when your wife derides men right in front of you. You get to just go, yeah, yeah, I, th- I mean, I, yeah. Now, when, it was my nipples. When you, say human, when you say human health professional, do you mean... Personal trainer. It's, yeah, I, I assume so. Has it I gone that far now? I think so. I don't wow. know. You can go to fucking uni to be a personal trainer. <laughs> That's a university thing. That used to be for dropouts. Like, it's a fucking... <laughs> Such is the level of vanity now. That's a fucking industry. 
Insane. Anyway, there's probably some here. Some of them look like us now. Um, his, his career goals, much like yours. Oh, here we go. I'll do anything. His is, I'll do anything. I'd say one, one day Jeremy may end up on an ad for nappies or something, like one of those fucking sometimes when we touch shit where the people want to see that, you know, like a muscle man can be gentle as well. He's not going to squeeze the life out of that baby. It's just uh, he's got glasses on. Clearly he's fine. Um, imagine, imagine the father of a reluctant baby actor just side of stage watching some prick hold your baby. You're like, fuck, my wife is going to... I need the two grand. My wife is going to fucking... <laughs> Don't crush the life out of him. My wife is going to fucking kill me if I don't come home well, with this baby. Obviously, you're not letting your kids do any of that stuff. I've do acting. Ban- yeah. Let. I've, I've banned it's it not in a, It's house. not a let thing. It's your kid come and said, I want to be an actor. You go, no, mate. No. <laughs> I'm tell you, my son's two and a half and I tell him all the time how good other jobs are. Just yeah. not the one like I do. Oh, for sure. I don't want him anywhere near it. Worst thing is, this, is the child of someone who's got some sort of profile. Fucking horror. Don't do it. Just blend into society and do something else. Be Tom Hanks' son, the American Skeppers. Oh, is he a rapper? He's a rapper. Fuck off. I think he might be a jet or something as well. No. Some fucking shit name. Who is it? Ha- Chet. Chet. I was right. It is a shit name. Chet Hanks. Is he, is he an actor, though, Chet Hanks? There's a guy with Hanks' head getting round. But to no, no, no. That's the other Hanks. That's... Co- no. Colin. Colin Hanks. Yeah, and That's Chet. not his son. Yeah. Oh, it is you his can son. have two. <laughs> Makes you think, doesn't it? <laughs> there he is. Are you going to cheer bullying now, eh? Is that where we're at? <laughs> You're a victim now because of yeah, that. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> You'll be on a current affair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Only thing that's going to cure my ills is if everyone who laughs at that comes and buys a three pack of pencils for <laughs> ten bucks after the show. Um, Always be shifting. But it's sort of like making money off your kids. It's not as easy as the Culkins made it look. It's a. <laughs> so, well, it's a one way street. That shit. Yeah. The Olsen, yeah, you, the Olsen twins aren't in a good way, are they? Okay. You, you, nev, you never want more than $300 in a Dolomite account, I reckon. If you, you don't want seven digits in a Dolomite. Yeah. <laughs> That's no good. So, yeah, the, yeah there's, not, there's not very many good ones. It's like, uh, it's like, only, yeah, it's like only children. Why? Yeah, not to be trusted. Yeah, I looked up well-known only children, and it wasn't, wasn't good. I looked up only children who've ever offered me a chip, not one. <laughs> <laughs> Not good sharers. <laughs> um, so J- JPW is he's uh, on the, he's on a human health professional's website where uh, you can book a session. Isabel Isabel's on a, well, well just a session I'll tell you. He's a, a like a nutritional a nutrition cons- consultation comes in at a paltry one hundred and sixty five dollars. Wow. That's a consultation. Yeah. Fuck. That's a price tag for someone with muscles telling you to lead a balanced life. Just stop, <laughs> stop eating so much artificial shit. While you're here, do you want to buy a fucking paint tin full of powder to, <laughs> to mix up and shove down your throat? You can fucking eat it. Premium personal training session, 200 bucks. That must go for two or three days. <laughs> and why is it a premium? He just doesn't really tell you, the other ones. Well, judging... Like if you get a, if judging, you get a light... Personal training session light. Yeah. It doesn't help as much as at the premium Not one. Not really. No. He'll go, do something for your chest. Good luck. Yeah. 
Um, judging by the testimonials, Steve Finger. Um, he gave Jeremy five stars for the $100 initial consultation. 100 bucks. Just wow. to fucking have a chat. Like an, an actual doctor costs less than that. And you get, <laughs> you get 37 50 back from Medicare. <laughs> so, I was, jo, Jeremy Peter William, his, his Instagram's private, but I've seen Muscle Man's Instagrams in the past and pretty much fucking seen one on, you know. Black you know, and white drill. photos. I would think so. Flexing with an inspirational quote underneath. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Gandhi. Yeah. Fucking quote. And, and then, um, you know, like really, really feeling sick to my stomach at the plight of women in the workplace while fucking in a mirror with no shirt on. Yeah. Saying, yeah. I love an inspirational quote under someone doing a squat. <laughs> Her Instagram, not quite as private. Um, one... One particular contrived photo for their wedding elicited this from her. Um, Happy second wedding anniversary. My husband, my best friend, my forever man. And then, then after that, there's some sort of symbol, set like a like an emotion. What are the ones? Emoji. Emoji uh, symbol. <laughs> Don't bully! Don't bully! That's bullying. <laughs> They laughed at the old man said emotion when he meant emoji. Imagine, how the Sorry, a man of a particular age said the incorrect word. How the tables are turned. Someone, some fucking computer nerds now bully someone for not knowing computer terms. Mm. Fuck, you used to get your head flushed the other way around. <laughs> if you know what, what the symbols were from one to ten on the little percent hashtag, then you get your fucking head bashed. <laughs> your coins taken. Now, other way around, somehow. Brave new world. What a fucking time to be alive. Um, <laughs> And then, like a little symbol of dumbbells or something. And then it said, I could never tire of you, the car tire. Um, <laughs> you, you really are my best friend. And the rest of it is her just jump around in her undies selling stuff. But um, <laughs> some, some blokes get onto this thing too. Like, what, you're, OnlyFans? You're, no, that, that's, I wasn't on it. What, what is OnlyFans? It's porn. Well, no, I think people just sell like images. Oh, right. I haven't yeah. been on it. This was on, this was on Instagram. Um, some blokes get on this, too. The you're my soulmate shit. I'm always at home and I'm with you even when we're not at home. Like, just that sort of business. Yeah. And all the stuff you could say to your partner in person, maybe, <laughs> when you get home. It's the old... Yeah, but if you say it to her directly, that's, the, that's maximum one like. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's, that's maybe the one like. hears it and claps. That's two. Yeah, but that's the one like they claim they want. Only, you're the only thing that matters to me, but I'd love 200 followers oh, out of this. Hold on. This Sorry, is scary. Chance. There we go. Thanks, mate. This is Jake. Four. Round of applause for Jake, everyone. <laughs> first, first thing he's done all weekend. Um, Jake, if you weren't here last night, uh, we found it in Adelaide last week, Jake did a cupcake fart and released it in Heggie's face. <laughs> so he's been a victim all across Australia in the last four yeah, months for Heggie. Taking my victimhood on a fucking tour at the moment. <laughs> and actual promoters of rooms are farting in my face. And that's... <laughs> fuck, I still, I'm still thinking about it. Um, <laughs> like, just the most disturbing part of this, though, is, like, these sorts of blokes you see doing that shit, you know, you're my rock, you're my valentine, you'll always be everything. Yeah. They, they, they clearly didn't have older brothers. Because you get fucking bashed putting that out. Imagine, oh. imagine like, a brother... If I wrote anything like that... Yeah. There'd be two plane tickets purchased that minute. 
Straight yeah. to Sydney to fucking give me a flogging. Yeah. Just go, what are you doing? The Fuck human, me. The human firewall. We're not letting that through, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'd spear out. Of, well, fuck. Maybe, <laughs> I don't know what I've written here. I've half written a sentence here. It must have been just a boredom. Maggot? Um, yeah. Anyway, on a positive twist, though, for, um, for this, Jetstar have contacted Isabel and they have apologised to her. Which is insane. Um, they don't apologise for anything. They don't, don't apologise letting you get to your spot, and that's their job. They don't apologise for making you pay to use the fucking stairs. Like, yeah. oh, you, want a, you want a ticket? Yeah, sure. But it's not actually... You want a seat? You pay for that. You want a bag? You pay for that. You want to use the fucking stairs? Fuck off. You didn't pack rope, did you, to get on the plane? <laughs> I've always slept on a Jetstar flight, and that's mainly because of all the fucking plane fuel fumes I've taken in before I get oh, there. Yeah. <laughs> you think they just knock Burn you out? Burn a few cells and just doze <laughs> off for a bit. Um, so, yeah, they've apologised by saying, and I quote, while we do have basic dress requirements on our flights, i.e. shoes. Um, <laughs> we really not... set the bar low. That's what yeah. I mean. That's... You're fucked up on a Jetstar plane. That's a good effort. And it is Gold Coast. No shoes, no... The home of no shoes, no service. Honestly, that's like getting kicked out of a Rugby League Mad Monday for being a bit too loose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get put in a cab to go home on a Mad Monday. <laughs> You've done a crime. <laughs> they said, we do not have any policy regarding crop tops. But uh, as you said, that's probably not a crop top. Is that a crop top? I don't Does know. know. I don't yeah, know what it... constitutes a crop top. That's a bra, wasn't it? Yeah. That's a bra? Isabel just trying to get more likes on Insta? Is that what we've... Yeah. I mean, it fucking did, though. She went up, she, like, five-fold you know, yeah. on her followers on Instagram. So, yeah. you know, good policy, get in. Yeah. Pretty easy. Fuck. I wear high-vis sometimes. No one gives a fuck. <laughs> um, it's going to be a very different story tomorrow. A man showing one testicle attempted to board a flight to <laughs> Melbourne. <laughs> No walk through the park video for moi. <laughs> when that, like this exact story, that'd be about $50 million, million in the USA. That'd cost that airline so much money. Yeah, that's why they fold all the time. Because one person sues them for yeah. being embarrassed. Somebody forgets their clothes and they go, hey, you need more. They go, victim. <laughs> Bankrupt. Greatest. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking greatest country on earth, isn't it? <laughs> Isabel had to settle for an apology and a couple of hundred thousand uh, Instagram followers. So, you know what I love out of this whole story too. I don't know if you got at the at the very end. Isabel, they so they apologised to her. She got to go on the news, increased her social media followers fivefold. They offered her a free flight. She said, "Nah, gonna fly home with Virgin." Yeah, fuck they did. Yeah. They committed to that. Yeah, I kind of like. I'm, I've got a love hate relationship with this two, these two, <laughs> and. I mostly hate, but I didn't. Yeah. I, I'm not and ruling you know, out the love part. You know what doesn't help him? What's his JPG? JPW. JPW, punchable head. Oh, incredibly. Yeah. Does anybody here have mates with just one of those heads that they just get into fights every weekend? They're like, I don't know what happened. It's like, man, you're born with that head. I'm so sorry. <laughs> just a head that you're like, Plus, you're furious. Like, you look at a boy, he looks fairly solid, but fuck, muscle men can't fight. Yeah. Like, just, you know. Whatever. Like it's not a chin-up competition or something. Yeah. It's fucking dirty, dirty little mongrels win fights. Not, yeah. Not, oh yeah. If you if you had to fight that bloke on a plane, you just wait towards the end, and he realises they don't have fucking protein bars in the little. Yeah. 
They don't have protein bars in the trolley. So you just wait a few hours, he's going to tire out. Yeah. You're just full of rumbos, first round win. <laughs> um, man, that, that's all that happened. That, nothing else happened to them. They just fucking did a, did a story on some shit journalism thing. No, no money, nothing. Got nothing. That's it. <laughs> Kind of peters out, doesn't it? I just don't. Like, this is a fuck. This is a classic Queensland story. Everyone goes home, watches the Broncos, and has a, <laughs> has a couple of steaks and, and fill your boots. I don't know. Well, thank you very much for coming out to the live mid-flight brawl. But don't worry, oh. it's not going to. Oh, what's happening? You know, I forgot to say we've got a. We've got a there's a stand-up show on after this. If anyone wants to come in, but this this joint that we're in, the Fritzenberger, they're doing stand-up probably four or five nights a week. Jake's organising that. Jake? Yeah, man, and it's a fucking great club. Get so in and three. support it. It's about the best. Three. Well, it's seven this week. I saw their website. You so. were wrong. Sorry. How many this week, Jake? Yeah, about seven. Thank you very much. <laughs> I, I beg, beg to pardon. differ. Beg your pardon, Luke, maybe? No? Yeah. Oh, very good burgers. Thank you very much. Yeah, there are good burgers here. I'm not advertising the fucking joint, but it is. I am. Yeah. Actually. This isn't fucking verbal trip advisor. Just calm down. <laughs> There'll be some fuck with you that doesn't like a burger. Like it's, it's some, someone who doesn't like burgers, that'll be it. There's and all different the, types. There's beef and chicken, so everyone is now sorted. <laughs> Queensland vegan, chicken. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to head that off. That brings us to the end of Mid-Flight Brawl. Thank you all very much for coming out. Please, one more time, big round of applause for Luke Heggie. And for Nick Cody. And a big round of applause for yourselves. We'll see you next time. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.